for our second episode. I'm Lex Headley. And I'm Brian Moyer. We're both really excited today to bring you our first interview for the podcast. That's right. We have begun our lineup of interviewing people who work hard to keep the triangle in tune. Be it physical health, like exercise, or nutrition. Interviewing owners of local healthy restaurants, for example. So we're starting off with someone who keeps people in tune physically, and his name is also Brian. Well, there can never be enough Brians if you ask my opinion. So anyway, Brian Beatty and his wife, Elizabeth Tao, own Balance Movement Studio in Carborough. We actually met Brian when Lex and I were performing music at the studio for the Carborough Music Festival last summer. Lex went down to the studio to interview him, and here's the result. I hope you learn as much as I did. So without further ado, here is the interview with Brian Beatty of Balanced Movement. Hi, Brian. So happy to have you here today on our podcast. Um, a little introduction for you listeners. Brian Beatty is a physical therapist and a Feldenkrais method practitioner. So, so great to have you here, Brian. Glad to be here. Thank you. I actually had to look up what Feldenkrais was. So, and for those who also didn't know, Feldenkrais Method is a system designed to promote bodily and mental efficiency and well-being by conscious analysis of neuromuscular activity via exercises which improve flexibility and coordination and increase ease and range of motion. However, I think Brian here could give us a bit of a better definition than that. Am I right? (laughs) Well, I hope so. It is kind of a hard thing to pin down because the method is really about learning. And it's a way of using movement to improve experiential or self-directed learning. So it's not really about learning a what, but more about the entire process of learning about and improving the way we learn through our own direct experience in the world. And it's really an incredible concept of learning, and you can apply it to anything in your life, it sounds like. It, it really is true. I mean, we, we do it through movement, and I came through it as a physical therapist as a way of um, being able to help understand why people move what they do and how to change what they move as it relates to aches and pains. But it's really about accomplishing anything we want to in the world, because in order to accomplish something and take action on a mental thought pattern or construct, we have to do some action with our body to bring it into re- into a concrete thing or tangible result in the world. It all goes back to the body. So Brian has this excellent background, a physical therapist, and is certified in the Feldenkrais Method. But to give you more information about Brian, he founded this local physical therapy practice, Balanced Physical Therapy, in 1999, and then in 2003, he moved into Carborough and co-opened Balanced Movement Studio with his wife, where I am today. Her name is Elizabeth Tao, and together they provide services within Balanced Movement Studio. So I am here today at the beautiful space Balanced Movement Studio in Carborough right next to the PNC Bank and Pizzeria Mercado, so you know where it is. And Brian here is going to tell us all about this space and what it might have for you. So to start off, could you tell us a little bit about the history of Balanced Movement, how long it's been here and how it got started in Carborough? Yeah, so 
Well, we had the physical therapy practice in Durham and found this beautiful space. And my wife was going to was transitioning out of her work in, in corporate fitness so to open the studio together and look for a place that we could provide the services we wanted, but also build a space for growth and learning for other people within the community, a place where my Feldenkrais practitioner and, and teacher and dear friend Candy Canino could have classes where the Magic Tortoise Tai Chi School and Jay Dunbar and his group who were already teaching in the space, and is how I found out about it, uh, they could offer classes and we could bring a lot of other people in as we have. Uh, Sarah, Pil- Sarah Honer with Spira Pilates who was in a different space in Carver and is now in our building, has been teaching classes. David Beadoy, yoga teacher, massage therapist who works out of our space. He was someone that has been teaching classes and, and doing work from the very beginning. So there's a lot of people that have, have joined in. We have the hooping class, which is something that was unique to Carver at the time. And now we are close to being the longest running hooping class within that hoop community that is happening across the country. Uh, and so we offer a lot of different places for people to come into a meaning of health and wellness from the standpoint of I've had an injury or something's happening at the physical therapy level where you're forced to make a change all the way through personal training and supporting different groups within the community up into the different classes, the yoga, the tai chi, the pilates, the capoeira, the nia, the hooping. So we're going to be offering the keto soon. So these different movement things focus much more on health and wellness, but all of it with a, a holistic focus of growth as a person and being able to support the idea of what does health and wellness mean to an individual. Mm, so that's what you're about, support and health and wellness. Right. So, and, yeah. and and um, we want to be, we've said from the very beginning, we want to be a resource for health for the community. And then any way we can help support that. So it's, it's a thing that's much bigger than just us. It's all of the people in this building and the people in the spaces uh, across the street and down the road and within the whole community that we've developed these relationships with over the last, um, well, in my career, 25 years now. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. It really is a beautiful space. I'll post some photos on our website so you guys can see. Um, you, you can do yoga or tai chi in this beautiful room, <laughs> seemingly up in the sky in the clouds of Carborough. It's a beautiful space. It, it does have a really nice, warm, inviting... I mean, that was, that was how they first found this location and walked in that space. And uh, like I said, a tai chi teacher was teaching here. He says, you ought to come take a look at this space. And it just had this really nice warmth to it and kind of held out... Uh, oh, yes, I could see a lot of good things. It being a hub for a lot of good things happening, like hosting the Carborough Music Festival in the yeah. space, which is how we connect it. You know, it's just this natural, like, yes, if we, if we can use this as a resource for the community, let's do it, right? Yeah, I really do. So that kind of leads me into the next question of what makes this place a bit unique? How does it stand out from other establishments? You really are involved in the community, so I think that's number one. But is there anything else? What, what do you think would draw a person here that kind of makes you stand out? I think it's that, yeah, it's the, so the community involvement, but also that we try to have a sense of really supporting 
what is an individual trying to, where are they in their life? What, what are they trying to, are there goals they're trying to, to be able to do? You know, is that, that I don't, the, the having kids or just the years gone by or the stress of a job or a particular injury or something where I just, I, I've, I've devoted so much of my time to being successfully with being a professional or, or I'm just trying to start out. I'm trying to figure out what I, you know, where I want to grow as a person in the world. Um, and then having offerings and choices of a lot of people that say, yeah, we can, we can do that. Yeah. So it sounds a bit more individualized than most places. You won't be lost in a crowd. You're most, uh, not, not at all. And, and even, yeah. and even on the class, like in the personal training and physical therapy, all of the courses one-on-one, or we can do some small group training things or, um, you know, and like Elizabeth and I both run with a local group, the trailheads, and we that do a lot of supporting great. with them. And then that group supports a lot of, we do a couple of different big races and events that raise funds for the open spaces in our community, huh. right. To help help provide this sort of recreational outlet for our whole community. But we also do every Monday night, we do a little group workout, you know, strength workout for, for our little group. So we have lots of different things, but, but back to that kind of individual nature is that when you have classes, typically you think of the word classes is around this idea that I'm going to learn something. You know, someone's going to help me come in, I'm going to come in and there's going to be something that I will get out of here that is bigger than just going through the motions of doing something or just following in so much of like you, you go to a class and a class teacher and they don't really think it's a, a lot of times it's, they're not really teaching. There's someone up in front of a group of people doing a set of movements and you're trying your best to mimic and yeah. follow along and keep up. Unguided mimicry. Yeah. Right. right. But yeah. you're not really, and we call it a class and we call that person the teaching the class. They're teaching the exercise class, but you walk out of there. Did you really learn anything? That's interesting. Yeah. And did you really have any engagement with that person on the one-on-one level where they could meet you with what you were needing to do? Yeah. Right. Rather than you trying to mimic them, they're going, okay, here's this idea. We're going to try to do this forward fold in yoga but it's not about making your hamstrings go longer or can you or can you not touch the floor but can you begin to feel where the restriction develops in your body and find a way to relax and ease yourself into it so you don't fight yourself and that you notice how when you hit that barrier your breathing tightens up and your anxiety level tightens up and you look around the room to judge how you're doing and compare yourself to someone else and none of this is really supportive. What's really is just, can you feel, where is that barrier in my place? Am I comfortable with it? How can I relax into it and back off a little? And how can I just find peace in letting my body soften into this movement in this place where I am? Right? And I think that's, one of, that's why Scott Campbell has been our, one of our yoga teachers from the time we opened. Because I think he's a guy that embodies that aspect of it. And we have our classes that embody that aspect of it. It was like... We want you to walk out and feel like you've you've learned something. You've had the ability of someone that supported you and allowed you to grow with what you needed for you at that point in time. Wow, yeah. And, and everything about what we do and, and the people we've brought into the spaces around us, uh, it, it, it supports that. So... <laughs> 
kind of contradicting the conversation how it's more one-on-one, but what sort of classes do you have here? No, um, I think it's Do you have a list that you could read off, like, quickly? I know there's a lot going on here. Right. Well, and then the best thing, to, the best way to find out a lot of our offerings, it really is through the website, and we've tried to put information into there with the, the classes, and then my blog and educational pieces and, mm-hmm. and things about the physical therapy and the training, et cetera, but classes we have NIA, we have the Feldenkrais Awareness Through Movement, we have um, gyro, I'm going to say is the gyrokinesis, which is the class part, and gyrotonics is a machine part. We have Pilates classes, we have hooping classes, we have capoeira. We're very excited that we started last week Aikido as an offering. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Qigong and Tai Chi through the Magic Tortoise Tai Chi School. Jay Dunbar's been a dear friend and, and teacher of mine for over 20 years. Um, and I'm sure I'm leaving. And then the yoga classes, yoga for... And again, we, you know, we have yoga for bodies that don't bend. Brian, and my podcast partner, is really excited about that right, And we have, we have yoga for bodies that don't bend. And it gets a little bit, a little more kind of... Uh, not really aggressive, but a little more physical. And you know, we call it yoga you can do. Because hmm. right? so many people get attended like, well, I can't do yoga. I don't, I'm not flexible enough to do yoga. Well, that's the whole point of being able to do it, right? And come into it. Yeah. And then we've had different times of workshops and meditation stuff and family constellation. We'll use it, the space. So the Wonderful. space is available for workshops and bigger community events or we'll bring guests in and do different things at times oh that too wow thank you that was a very thorough list (laughs) i'm impressed you did that all off of his head folks (laughs) did not need a list well i mean you know it's a this is the expression of 30 years worth of of desire and and focused work so it's a long-standing dedication (laughs) it's not would have wanted to do and how we've gotten and to get to this place is, is just continual work and support with a lot of wonderful people helping along the way. Yeah, clearly. Um, your specialty, physical therapy, is very important to, um, and you might not recognize that it's important, listeners, but it is very important for your well-being. So you're keeping people safer while exercising and helping them heal sometimes, too. So I thought it might be relevant for listeners to understand how important physical therapy is if they could hear your story. So what is what is your background, your introduction to physical therapy? Um, what is your motivation behind introducing others to it? What keeps you going, working in your area of work? Tell us about physical therapy. Oh, uh, yeah, that's like a whole other question. Tell about me and physical therapy. My parents were both physical therapists, and they... Wow. They worked with um, severely involved handicapped children. So I had a perspective of that growing up, and I was like, there's just, I don't have uh, people that can do that and work with that population. Just, uh, they're amazing patients. And um, Mm -hmm. I have so much respect for it, but it wasn't in my nature. And so I didn't really look at it as as a possible career. I did something else, and I was in math comp sci major, and it was doing computer system sales and it was not really satisfied with that but but I had all this exposure to um, just kind of 
what we call pop psychology culture in business and the self-improvement kind of culture mm-hmm. that's there. And, that's and that led me to more of the humanistic sort of how to, what is a self, a person's self-growth look like? And this is all when I'm sitting in my early twenties and trying to figure out what I want to do when I grow up in the world. And, um, so I came back to looking at a different career choice, and that's what brought me into physical therapy again with a different perspective of a broader perspective of the profession of mm-hmm. how do you help people either restore comfort and ease and peace in their life and get back to doing something that's been taken away from them. Because at the root source, it's like, you know, your shoulder hurts. And you as a musician, if you have shoulder pain, the shoulder pain is one thing, but the shoulder pain is not nearly as much as it robs me from being able to be comfortable doing the thing I love, which is my music. And that the thing that gives me the ability to feel like I can give something back broader to the world through the, um, through the connection you can create in performing and playing with people, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, for subtext, that was a conversation that we had earlier. I was telling him that I sometimes have shoulder pain while playing the violin. As you know, uh, listeners, I'm a musician, so he was helping me out with that. Um, But yeah, continue. Yeah, and I don't mean to get too personal here, but but it's an example, right? It's It's like a person has this thing that is really important to them. And they have the need to get back in the world. And it's like, okay, yeah. you have this ability to learn something at that interaction. And then... How do you take that beyond the, okay, my shoulder no longer hurts, but in that that, that experience isn't just a, a brief annoyance that was then overcome, but actually had this opportunity to enrich what happens here on out in your life and in a way that you can begin to share that with others, whatever it is that, that is meaningful to you as a person. So I saw that. I saw that as the something meaning. that could happen. Yeah, I saw that as something that that could be nurtured through you know through this career. And then personally also, I mean, I here I was in my early twenties and I was driving around eastern North Carolina selling little mini um, computer systems, which this was just as PCs were coming on board in the eighties and, you know, and I'm driving all over and my back hurts and it's just like, mm-hmm. this is really not, this isn't generating a lot of value to supporting what I want to do in my life. And it's not generating a lot of value to others. And that was important. So that's why I say when balance movement studio is just 30 years worth of, of looking at that going, what can we do that at the end of the day is useful in the world to people? Yeah, helping people's backs when they're driving. <laughs> right, but, but yeah, but, but it, it, yeah, helping my back when driving led me to a whole other career place, led me to a whole other level of richness. And so, quality so, of life. Right, so then if you do that with, you know, if I can help a few other people with that and it can go on to have those sort of feed-forward benefits, then that's worthy in the world. Truly. Yeah. As you know, keeping the triangle in tune is big on creating community. And I think you heartily agree with how important that is. 
So what sort of community events is Balance Movement Studio a part of? Well, we're kind of suckers this way. We're basically, we'll be a part of anything that someone comes to us and says, hey, do you want to be a part of this? <laughs> That's not being a sucker. That's being awesome. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like, like, yeah, the first time we moved in, like I was telling you this wonderful space and how we met, and it's like the Carver Music Festival was happening. Yeah. And we're like, oh, well, we've got a space. Re- yes. Can we be part of Carver Music Festival? <laughs> of course, right? I just think <laughs> that it's like studio. It's a music venue. <laughs> <laughs> right. It, you know, it is. Or is it just for people that will come in the business class and says, hey, I need to do something? I mean, we've hosted we've hosted birthday parties. We've hosted company meetings. We've <laughs> hosted, yeah, you know, we've done a lot of things like that. Or if someone, you know, they're, you know, next door is the Dispute Settlement Center. Well, the Dispute Settlement Center does a big fundraising kind of wine auction thing, and they need prizes for it. Well, every year we give gift certificates and class passes and things to that to be Fantastic. prizes to it. Um we're both involved in the running and the endurance athletic community a lot, so we'll do like little workshops for the local cycling teams or, or local kids and youth groups. But um, years ago, uh, Rhonda Von Willigan was PT and was one of the owners of Fleet Feet Store, and I sat down. She called me. She says, you know, I want to do a beginning women's running program. It's just, well, what do, what do they need to do to be successful and not injure themselves? And let's brainstorm and think about it. So we sat down over at Weaver Street and we went through some ideas and we started and said, okay, well, you know, we'll have each of them come in. We'll do some evaluation of their gate and we'll help them. We'll be there for resources. Well, that turned into they got some funding for it through the New Balance Shoes and it became Nobo. And then the Fleet Feet Corporate rolled it out. So this thing that we started in probably 2004 with eight or nine ladies doing it for a three-month pro, 12, 10, 12-week program or something like that. Fleet Feet across the company has about 40,000 people in all their different stores do different programs through the course of the year now, right? And these are people supporting a healthy thing in the community. And It's an army. Yeah, and, it just, and we're still involved with it today. Right, so we do that. I got after I get done with you. I got to talk to the lady at REI about leading the thing for the REI outdoor program that we got into because we were involved in an event with the Triangle Land Conservancy at uh, Bromley Forest mm-hmm. with opening this tract of land and how do we kick things off there? And so, so just we do a lot of this. We put on events through the trailheads. We support that. Um, if you got something that you need help with that you think has a theme of being able to be healthy and move and take care of yourself let us know we'll just we kind of say yes to everything that's a good (laughs) mo in life good rule to live by you've touched so many people in this community already um and i hope folks if you haven't already stopped by here there's so much in this little corner of carborough that's going on please check them out uh, what are the best ways to find out more about Balance Movement Studio? Are you guys on any social media platforms? I know you guys have a fantastic website. There's a lot on there, but what's the best way to find out more information? Uh, well, on website is good. We also have, uh, we have the, the Balance Movement Studio has a Facebook page. An we also have a blog and videos. <laughs> and we also have uh, another component of that, the Balance Movement Online, which is another thing that we've been uh, rolling out and, and a big piece of where I put my time and, and emphasis in um, having left the reimbursed third-party reimbursement physical therapy practice world has transitioned out of, out of the company that I had founded and 
we're trying to build online health and educational programs and support. That's really helpful. It's, it started with uh, endurance athletics because we're both involved in a lot of running and cycling things. But the goal is to build that out and have just how do you take care of different aches and pains in hmm. a way. I've always felt like when people come in and they'll come in and they'll have, you know, oh, I've got my knee hurts when I go up and down stairs and when I squat and, and, it's, and when I try to, I can't play tennis anymore and I had to give up running and things like that. Hmm. And there's so many things that would consider kind of basic understandings about how your knee works and what you can do to take care of it. But there's so many limitations financially and time-wise, et cetera, on being able to get care in our medical system. And there's a lot of information out there that kind of tells you, okay, this is what you can kind of you, – you can come in with a Google diagnost, self-diagnostic, and, and there's good and bad to that. But to a certain degree, it, it provides a lot of information. There's a lot of information out there that kind of says, okay, don't do this, hmm. right? But what seems to be lacking is good information to go, okay, well, how do I begin to work with understanding what's happening and go from just don't do this to, well, what can I do? How do I begin exploring a way very logically to understand, oh, if I do this, then I feel that. And if I do it this way, oh, then that feels better. Okay, what does that mean? Well, then... If I, if I learn to squat this way and I hold this a little more stable, okay, what do I have to do with my hip? What do I have to do with my body? And what, how does the knee actually function? So all these things I feel like I spend a lot of time, I've classically spent a lot of time kind of educating the basics. Yet, if a person could come in with a lot, with, armed with that and having worked through that and having some sense of self-control and self-efficacy of that, then... Whether that interaction is me or the physical therapist or their personal trainer or if it's someone, you know, in the middle of Oklahoma with their local person working with it, that if they, they can start the conversation a much higher level hmm. and a much broader level of confidence. So the balance movement online is something that I am dedicating about half my time right now to working wow. to and I, yeah, yeah, that incredible. wasn't even on your radar screen. Yeah, that was, that's an incredible resource. <laughs> that people should check that out. Yeah, and, so yeah. That, that's where we're heading with it. So, and that has its own. So we have you know kind of Facebook groups around a couple of different things there. Hmm. So check them out on Facebook. Brian, keeping the triangle in tune is so happy to have you. We feel really fortunate that you were our first interview person to have <laughs> on our podcast. It's been a blast talking with you, and I feel like I learned a lot. The Feldenkrais method is working. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Again, this is Balance Movement Studio that I'm at today. Their address is 304 West Weaver Street, number 103. And their website is www.balanced-movement.com. What a great interview. I'm really interested in that class for people who don't bend. Yeah, I feel also, going along those lines, uh, what he said about using movement to learn your limits, you know, figuring out where is my barrier, asking those important questions. Well, in those types of classes, oh, that was super important. Remember that, Brian, when you go to your yoga for those that don't bend class. Oh, I'll keep that in mind for sure. What a great space, too. You guys should definitely check out the pictures on our website that Lex took. The space alone makes you feel good. It's true, it really does. I hope you all enjoyed the interview. I know I did. And over the next month, we will be releasing two more episodes. 
because of the length of the episode, we decided to split up the nutrition question for another week, and we will start doing book reviews as well. So stay tuned for a new release next week. Subscribe on iTunes and find out more about us on keepingthetriangleintune.com. Please comment on our posts and give us a review on iTunes if you can. And always, always let us know about any places in the triangle you would like us to feature on the podcast so other people can know about it. And that's all for today. Stay healthy, everyone. And in tune.